0: Welcome to Astro Talks with Los Angeles-based professional astrologer, Astro Chris, your source for weekly astrology, spiritual talk, and moon magic. Your energetic support is much appreciated, and I thank you for your five-star rating. You are a star. Gracias. In this week's astrology, the event of the year has happened when we first started 2022 everyone well at least all astrologers we were all talking about mars going retro in the sign of gemini and the day is here as of today as i'm recording this mars is retro in gemini he turned retro at 6:25 a.m that's pst los angeles time and he will stay there until March of 2023 and that is the complete term of his transit through Gemini but he does end the retro in January of 2023. And the reason that this transit is very interesting is because Mars is the ruler of the south node and well the ruler of the south node currently. The nodes change signs every approximately every 18 months. And currently we have the nodes in Taurus and Scorpio. So Mars being the ruler of the south node because it's transiting the sign of Scorpio makes this retro much more significant. Now Mars in the sign of Gemini tends to be a little bit more felt because Mars being a natural fire sign and an air sign can get a little bit out of control when it's fueled with a lot of air. So the fire grows, the tempers grow, everything that Mars rules just can be pretty much exaggerated. And then we have him ruling the south node where the eclipses are happening and we're in the middle of eclipse season so he turns retro right in the middle of eclipse season and we already know eclipse seasons bring a lot of changes in destiny some people experience very beautiful and transformative eclipse and some people experience very transformative but in more of a ptsd type of way It all depends on how these eclipse aspect you personally the more trines and sextiles you have to the eclipse itself the better experience but even the energy of the eclipse standalone chart can tell you whether it's going to be a pleasant experience for people or not so even that needs to be taken into account so we did recently have the new moon solar eclipse in the sign of scorpio at two degrees where venus was there as well and the node was at 13 degrees and as of today october the 30th we have mars going retro and we have the sun at seven degrees we have venus at nine The node is still at 13 degrees. And then we have Mercury that just entered the sign of Scorpio. And Mercury is going to trigger the point where the sun and the moon and Venus met for the eclipse. So it does bring up the energy of the eclipse because Mercury is triggering that point. And I had mentioned this in my live with Kathy on instagram where i discussed how the eclipse was going to be felt through the zodiac signs and one of the things that i mentioned was that this eclipse is going to be triggering the 13 degree south node and at the same time it's opposing the north node in taurus at 13 degrees and all these planets are going to be staggering behind so this is a week where all these planets are saying goodbye they're letting go because they are connecting with the south node so let's talk about the mood of the week we first start the week with a moon in capricorn and that's the same day that mars goes retro so we start with this very charged cardinal energy and the moon conjuncts um pluto shortly after and then we have the moon ingress aquarius and that's on monday and then from there around wednesday 11:46 a.m. pst we have the moon transit into the sign of pisces and it stays there for thursday and then it transits into the sign of aries on friday at 4:06 p.m. pst And then we finish off the week with an Aries moon. So we start with this very earthy, grounded, long-term energy Capricorn moon. But it's still cardinal energy. It's still starting something that it's going to be its focus for quite some time. It's like bullseye type of energy, eye on the prize type of energy. And then we finish off the week with a moon in Aries, which then starts a new project very quickly or starts a new endeavor or starts a new relationship or starts a new communication. But this is more impulsive. This is more quick. Um, I also found it interesting that we start the week with a moon in Capricorn, which is a sign that Mars is exalted in. And then we end the week with a moon in Aries, which is a sign that Mars rules. So that's the general mood of the week. It's cardinal move through energy and um, something's melting, something's defrosting because we have this very cold moon and then at the end we go into a spring moon, which is very vibrant and full of life. So there's something that's thawing out in this process and it's ready to be born. It's ready to be released. It's ready to... Uh, show its true colors and face. So I, I just found that interesting. Um now Mars being the big aspect of the week going retro On the day that it goes retro, it makes some contacts to Pluto. It's also making contacts to Neptune. And it's been hanging around that 25 degree point for quite some time. So if you have any planets between, I want to say 22 to like 28 degrees, you're definitely feeling Mars aspecting that planet. And it does not matter where you have it. Mars can aspect every every degree 25 in any sign so if it's a neighboring sign it's going to be a semi sextile if it's a a sign that is six signs away that's going to be an in conjunct so no matter where you have this planet between 22 to 28 degrees mars is going to make an aspect and the more positive expression is going to be that sextile and trine so mars and gemini is going to sextile a Libra and Aquarius, and then it's going to trine. I'm sorry, it's not going to sextile Libra and Aquarius, it's going to trine Libra and Aquarius, and it's going to sextile uh, Leo and Aries. So, any planets in Leo and Aries, it gets that sextile. Any planets in air of Libra and Aquarius, it gets a trine. So, that's much more supportive. Um, the mutable signs are all going to get. very big dose of mars retrograde and it's going to be a little bit more wild and chaotic because um, it's either going to form an a conjunction to planets in gemini or a opposition to planets in sagittarius or squares to planets in virgo and pisces so mutable signs are going to feel the martian uh, force It can be very positively expressed if we just kind of slow down and remember to do things twice because Mars is in Gemini so it's gonna do a lot of double taking and this could be I like with an ideas or projects that you are working on maybe you kind of have to work on two things at once so you can come up with fresh ideas have them kind of simmer and then move on to something else and come back to it when you are very happy with what you produce or maybe you thought of other ideas while you were working on something else i wouldn't recommend doing too many projects because it can also cause burnout but um gemini just can't do one thing at a time that energy does require at least two things that's my experience and a lot of my clients that have a strong Gemini influence feel the same way. So just make sure you're not toggling too many things. And as long as you are um, focusing on two main things, then that should be very manageable and you'll see you'll get way more inspiration, way more things done because you're going to give yourself a little break in between while you're still productive and working on something else and then get some epiphanies and you'll have the energy to f- you know, follow through and complete things if you work that way um regarding arguments because Mars does rule more of the aggressive assertive very passionate um very adventurous and um brave side of of things and he is sometimes portrayed as a villain but I really do feel that because of Mars being the first sign of the Zodiac he does have some beautiful and brilliant qualities that we wouldn't be able to exist without without them and one of them being daring passionate action oriented um entrepreneurial and having very big vision and acting before thinking really following instinct and i really think this is what assisted us in surviving for so many years and assists humanity from like expanding and not staying complacent in one place right like taking those chances but through inspiration and passion and desire but then Mars does have a side of him where he can be overassertive, argumentative aggressive Um, can be borderline abusive and also um deal with more of the darker things in life like fears traumas um you know wars he was he's the god god of war and during this time we'll see that a lot of the lower qualities of mars can get triggered more easier however if we're able to channel this information this this house where you have mars transiting through which is gemini and this house is going to be different for everyone if you're able to channel that energy you can make a lot of good out of this mars transit there he can bring a lot of inspiration but because he is going retro it's not going to be without frustration or maybe a little bickering or disagreements, agreements or even self quarrel like like self disagreement like you fighting within your own self kind of like that dr jekyll mrs Hyde type of energy so we do have to make sure that we are trying our best not to react and to be fully informed before we make those decisions and be very patient with ourselves wherever Mars is transiting and whatever contacts Mars is making to, especially mutable houses, mutable planets. So let's break down the houses for each person, I mean, each zodiac sign. So if you are in Aries rising, your third house is ruled by gemini so that is where mars is transiting and that's going to be connected to your neighborhoods and siblings and your speech so you're going to see that all those areas of life that are ruled by the third house are going to be affected by you either focusing a lot of energy and um, topics like a lot of those third house themes are going to be coming up third house also rules cars transportation local travel early education uh, sales advertising merchandising the internet so you can see that there's going to be a hyper focus for you there if you are a Taurus rising then Gemini rules your second house and your second house is the house of resources your values the wealth that you collect how you spend your money how you maintain your wealth and um, how you spend that wealth like what type of luxury items you purchase or if you don't purchase those luxury items it's also the connection to the home Um, not as deep as the fourth house but this is more like family in general like the family values that were inherited or taught onto you that now you can either choose to adopt or modify but it's a value itself so an example if you grew up some some people do this they grow up with parents that don't save too much and then they turn around and become real good um investors or they save for the future because they learned from the value the lesson that was taught through their family and there's other ones that i mean inherit positive values so it's it all depends on the situation so you're gonna see those themes of values resources and um self-worth be huge topic for you with mars there then we have uh gemini rising and gemini rising this is you this is your first house this is the house of the body you're going to be highly energized but you're also going to be one of the signs that gets a little bit more agitated than the others because you're going to be thinking so fast you're also going to be divining so quickly that sometimes your ideas are not fully understood and you have very little patience right now to explain them so just remember that if you find yourself in a situation where you're getting really frustrated it's not really that they're not understanding you and also that it's not that you're at fault either it's more that the energy is having you think like a mile a second (laughs) not a mile a minute a mile a second and this is causing issues in um the comprehension of the idea or the communication that you're trying to um you know reach across to the other side to communicate to the other party so in, in in those situations remember just slow down a bit give yourself a little break Do something that calms you down quickly so maybe it could be um, that you just take a few you know breaths or you table the conversation and come back to it later whatever it is so you don't get to that point where you're very agitated and then things can blow up and you get no result from it so just be very careful now we have cancer if you're a cancer rising gemini rules your 12th house so cancer risings are going to feel this energy more internalized the 12th house is the house of the subconscious it's also the house of unconscious so there's a difference between that unconscious is things that you just don't know subconscious are things that you didn't know at one point and then come into your awareness so um there can be things from the unconscious that go to the subconscious and then we go to conscious so there's like a flow but the 12th house rules both the unconscious and the subconscious and mars there is going to be working on those deep topic it's also a very karmic house it's connected to our spirituality it's connected to the answers and the mysteries of life that we seek it's connected to a lot of solitude it's the bedroom it's a place where you go in to restore recharge regenerate yourself So Mars is going to do a lot of work there. You might find yourself being a mini spiritual warrior during this time, maybe standing up more or really, um, really focusing on your spiritual practice. Maybe you've been wanting to start yoga and, you know, you've been fascinated with the idea of incorporating it as a daily habit and it hasn't happened This is going to be easier for you to implement at this time because Mars, no matter where he's at, is always going to require action and physical activity. And if you combine yoga with yoga is like meditation, but with movement. Right. So you're combining both the meditation part, which we which would be that 12th house with movement, which would be Mars and if you make it a little bit more rigorous or maybe do like hot yoga things like that you can actually be very successful um incorporate mindful walks and things like that i find that mars in the 12th house also is very active in your dream life so i would keep a journal by your bed so you can Write down what you dreamt and see if you can analyze it. So buy yourself a dream book or, you know, tab a good website where you can analyze some of your dreams. Have fun with it. And for Leo rising, Gemini rules your 11th house. So the 11th house is a good house. Actually, it's, it's a house um, that talks about the wealth that you'll acquire through the work that you do and this is there's a few reasons why first because it's the second house from the 10th house and it's also the sixth house from the sixth house so this means that it's the workhouse from the work that you do so that's the, the money that you're generating from career and work Um, so the 11th house also talks about networks it talks about how connected you are it talks about your belief systems in regard to how humanity should be, the welfare of humanity, um, what you would advocate for, and your long-term dreams, goals, desires, the money that you make through the work that you do, the career that you're choosing, especially if you're very aligned with your chart, meaning everything kind of flows like the area of career has always just worked for you when you generate pretty good money and you're happy and you have a good you know home and you have a lot of things that bring you happiness you'll see that the 11th house is very healthy and this means this person gets a lot of their goals and dreams completed and met and they usually usually use a lot of law of attraction within there their life because they believe that um, that attracts more things into their life so you you're gonna see mars in that house and um while it's retro it can actually go in there and reshape your belief systems in regard to how you trust the universe it can also talk about um doing something with your investments that you have because this is also the house of investments it's a house of friendships, especially friendships like large groups of friendships and networks and social media. So you might see that maybe the groups that you are involved in are more outspoken during this time, or there's gonna be some topics that kind of come out and then bring this like warrior of justice and humanitarian causes to uh, stand up for their rights and, you know, like fight for the people. Um, Just be extra cautious that you're not overdoing it and that you are communicating in a way that is going to be productive versus causing more stress. But in general, this is a pretty good transit. I also seen uh, some bickering between friends when Mars is in the 11th house. Um, for whatever sign so since this is happening for leo just kind of watch for that because it is going to go retro so it could be that your friends are feeling a little bit more martian right more aggressive more irritated and you might um then participate in some disagreement or argument and bicker or fight so try to prevent that so like that you guys don't ruin your friendship but in general um i actually feel like mars in the 11th house is pretty good to like stand up to your beliefs that you feel are going to change the world so i don't really think that's a bad transit then we have mercury ruled virgo sign um for virgo this is going to be a one of the um signs that has a little bit tougher expression with it but because your ascendant sign is Virgo and Gemini your 10th house, it could be that you can utilize this energy to really set afoot your ultimate career, to really lay out that red carpet that leads you to satisfaction, to the work that you do, right? So you're kind of laying everything out so you can get that dream job, so you can actually have the courage to do so. I actually see that Mars in the 10th house gives a lot of energy to go after your dreams when it comes down to the career that we do most most of us are focused on career and love those are big big major themes in our life because we know career is going to bring food to the table and give us you know a home and then give us money to spend on ourselves etc and uh, family and love obviously we we also value that so from the 10th house if you have this good career you see that a lot of the times you have a good home and kind of a lot of things in within the chart get sorted out so marth mars in the 10th really is interested in positioning itself in a in a well-placed career that is more of a life purpose career it's not just like a regular job it's something that they see they can do for a while or they could be known for that right like they, they leave some sort of name or legacy um, and people know them as oh this is an excellent marketer or an excellent realtor or an excellent manager and then that's what they did for a living so Mars likes to kind of have you stand out in that area so for you virgos this is actually pretty productive if you want to focus on career and your life purpose if your focus is on love you're gonna to have to look at other transits because mars is gonna take all that attention and say nope let's focus on career so um it, unless you have very strong transit elsewhere And which you kind of do because you're going to have Jupiter in the seventh for a little bit. You're going to see that um, your main focus is going to be your achievements, really your legacy. So how you can move up or how you can apply for a new job or have the courage to leave a job to seek another, things like that. Um, But then with that done, it does bring some... um, type of stress right especially if you leave a job and you don't have another one secured so you'll see a little bit of correlation between that then we have libra um so gemini rules your ninth house of belief systems of foreign places of uh, studying of teachers of mentors or mentorship of you teaching of you lecturing something that you've studied and researched and um, letting others know right they they study and research so then they can learn as well so this is a very guiding house it's also the house of your belief systems these are the belief systems that you're shaping because it's the higher mind it's the house of the higher mind so mars there can really do a number on how you see the world and i don't really think this is a bad uh transit now if you have any type of um legal case or court case going on you're going to see some pullback or pushback with mars there because this is also the ninth house of the justice system and um you'll see that mars is gonna like kind of give you a run for your money if that's the case so be very careful with that it is going to be a long transit so you just want to make sure that you're double taking right you're checking things more than twice but you're like you're kind of looking at different outcomes and scenarios so that that you are covered but in general um mars in the ninth house is really good to like explore new belief systems it can actually be a little crazy if you travel abroad during this time because you might find yourself in situations that bring up that margin energy where you have to kind of um i don't know you get stuck in a riot of some sort or some chaos or you know there's some type of mars type of activity so be very careful if you're planning to travel abroad during this time because it is affecting your ninth house of travel foreign travel and then we have scorpio so for scorpio gemini rules your eighth house this is going to be a tougher transit for scorpios uh, especially scorpio ascendants because gemini is ruling a health house and this is the fear house this is the trauma house this is the money house joint money this is the loans that you owe this is your partner's money which is you know something that's very deep and private people don't really like to talk about so it's going to be very intimate something very dear now what you can do with this aspect honestly when mars is in the eighth house it's really good to explore the sexuality it's uh, good to tend to the sexual organs um it actually i mean it can it, it it can be utilized for having a baby but because it's going to retro sometimes there could be complications like or miscarriages things like that so i don't really advise it but you'll see that some people get are going to be very fertile under this because um the eighth house is the house of pregnancy so um yeah it's it could it, it could assist with that but i would still I would still be careful I would kind of wait till the eclipse season is over to kind of try and then um, then from there utilize it but it's really good to tackle debt when Mars is in the eighth house and this could be something that you've been wanting to do for quite some time and never really got around to it. Never really got around to like setting that budget so you can actually tackle the debt And Mars in the 8th house retro is going to give you the time to focus on that. You're going to be fed up with uh, paying extra interest or penalty fees. You're going to set yourself up for success and you're going to eliminate your debt. So that's one of the good things that you can help your partner eliminate their debt. Um, I've seen Mars in the 8th with bankruptcy too. some people just decide like, you know what, I'm like in too deep and I can't do it. The best route is bankruptcy. I've seen that too. So just kind of visit and and see what it is that you need to do to improve the debt that you have to others. um, Whether it's monetary or some type of very deep emotional connection. And then how to sever it but in a way that's going to be the best for everyone involved so this could be severing debt by like if you owe money getting rid of it or it can be cutting cords like doing a cutting cord ritual to let go of old lovers and connections that you still feel with them or old situations that uh, cause trauma and a lot of pain finding a way to heal them mars is going to hyper focus there so you're going to be able to do this stuff and then we have Sagittarius. So this is the other immutable sign where Mars is making an opposition. And you, especially Sagittarius rising, you're having Mars transit the seventh house. which This is going to impact the, your relationship sector, your marriage, or any type of business uh, dealings, partnerships that you have, contracts, things like that mars is going to have you focus and kind of hammer down some things remember it's rolling really that south node so it's kind of letting go of something in that house that is no longer serving you and this could be something that you can bring into your awareness um, because you do have the south note in the house of the subconscious the 12th house so it's going to be something that's um brought into light brought into your awareness so you can let go so be very extra careful if you get into any arguments or disagreements or bickering with your partner because this can be a very sensitive side similarly to scorpio ascendant when you have mars in the eighth house you can focus on sex topics of sex and sexuality and sexual expression. Maybe you even participate in like, you know, sex therapy or doing sexual games so you can um connect more intimately with your partner. That's going to be similar to Sagittarius rising when Mars is in the seventh house. You can channel that forceful energy because Mars likes to kind of like you know banter and be adventurous and maybe do things together that a little bit more uh, yang type of energy more focused on external expression like taking trips or being active or maybe a lot of pda and um you can definitely connect with your partner on a more sexual intimate level during this time it could also be a time that you can finally express to your partner if there's anything that you feel that you were you weren't truly fulfilled in Maybe um, you don't feel like your intimate life is uh, like uh, as it should be, or it needs to be a little bit more intimate. Then, then you know, it's it's time to have those conversations. But it will kind of trigger some stuff. So be sure that before you bring this up, you kind of thought about the outcomes. Remember two scenarios: if I say it like this, or if I do this, or. What happens if it gets out of control do we drop it so have a a plan but definitely use this energy to communicate those things that you really feel will benefit the relationship and make it stronger because after this transit mars is going to go into your eighth house where you can really feel that deep connection where like you know you guys are bonding where you're mine i'm yours we're one (laughs) that type of energy now when it comes to business contracts um mars can give some issues maybe there's a lot of like you know going back negotiating and second guessing and um when it comes to business contracts and mars transiting the seventh house i usually see that both parties are not happy with the outcome but there can be a very uh, like definitely a, a middle ground but um it, it really shows that both parties feel like they lost in a way like they didn't really get what they expected. But then at the same time, they're OK because they feel they won in some aspects. So be very cautious with that. Um, make sure that you're double checking everything because it can be sneaky and then from there you can get the short end of the stick now this is the other house that rules the court system but this is the court in general this is um the case in general versus the energy of the ninth house is the court system so this can also bring some issues with your trial and things like that If that's something that you're going through so be extra careful during this time the best thing to do when you have this type of transit is to be as transparent as possible with especially if you're using an attorney so like that um, they're able to better defend you mars energy so um it could also bring some positive expression especially for the single sagittarius where you're out, you're like ready to go out there you're ready to really meet the person and um this usually works out really well when you worked on yourself and you've transformed and really explored your patterns of attracting another person and really honored what you really like about your past partner partners and what you really didn't like so like that you can change the circumstance and maybe find that true partner that you will spend you know a lot of quality time and then eventually maybe even marry and spend the rest of your life with so i do feel that if you've gone through that stage where you explored your past patterns and you worked on yourself and went through a self-love journey mars in the seventh house is just gonna push you to go out there you're going to be ready to like assert yourself in relationships and if you seem to be a very traditional person where you feel oh you know i'm this gender so i feel that the other genders should be the one that pursues or things like that you're going to see that all that goes all that shit goes out the window and when you see what you want you're gonna go out and you're going to get it mars and gemini tends to be a very very big flirt and this is gonna arouse you sexually so arousing the mind is gonna also arouse you sexually because mars rules the sexual organs along with venus so um a lot of flirts Flirting and joking and having really charged conversations, you'll see that that's going to intrigue Mars. So it could also bring out some positive for the Sagittarius rising. Then we have the Capricorn rising. This is another tough expression because Gemini rules your sixth house of daily routines. Um, What I've seen is that Mars is going to be focusing on making sure you have the best routine. that is suiting your time that is best for you so you're not wasting time because mars does not like to waste time it likes to act sometimes it does waste time because it doesn't think things through but it definitely like that that wasn't the purpose he wanted to you know go for it so so mars in the sixth you want to focus on your health you want to focus on your daily routine. You want to focus on work matters, your your um, medical appointments, um, looking at your diet and how you approach diet. Also, incorporating a lot of movement and action within your daily routines. So I I mean a lot of us, and actually a younger generation, I've noticed this more with like people born after the. 90s and i i i've been doing some research about it and i'll talk talk about this later there's a whole other podcast but i feel that there's a certain aspect that created a um, urge to work out and to take care of the body and respect the body in a different way that other generations haven't necessarily done um and that doesn't mean that they didn't do it at all but i see just way more younger people and you know they're going to age and they're going to still have that urge to take care of the body so either way um this could be a time that you start seeing if you're going to incorporate like a workout time or if you're going to incorporate movement within your time like within your day so i'm one that likes to incorporate movement i do like working out but not as much and i like (sighs) taking more walks and incorporating more movement throughout my days so just say an example i'll take the stairs instead of taking the elevator and i'll park further so i can get more steps in i'll take a short walk in the morning in the evening and um you know at night i'll take a longer walk so i like to just incorporate a lot of movement throughout my day so i can get So I can make it as natural as possible, that's just my my type of style and then i do incorporate some days that i go to the gym or go to the sauna things like that so you might want to work on those routines for yourself especially if you've been wanting to get healthier and take your health more serious then this is the great like the best time for that i also recommend whenever you have mars in the sixth house to do some type of lab work like get your blood tested for all your minerals and vitamins and things like that So like that you know, you know how strong you are, how how you can catch things early, preventative, whenever you have any transits to the sixth house, I recommend that. So um Capricorn tends to pretty much take care of itself because it is a sign that tends to look at the long run, but now you're gonna have that focus of Mars in the sixth house just really having you hone in onto your routines and it can deplete your energy because it is a health house. So make sure you're taking care of yourself. Spicy food could be a little bit irritating to the digestive system. So be careful with that. IBS can actually flare up or any type of gut issues can flare up when Mars is there. When Mars goes direct, it, it actually heals it. So when it's retro, you just have to be very careful with your digestive system because it could be that mars is throwing it off um and then mars can also trigger the urge to eat more spices within your food even spicy food which if you're not used to can also irritate you so be very cautious about inflammatory things remember see your doctor this is not medical advice but always see your doctor for anything that you feel is bothering you and then we have aquarius rising and Gemini is ruled, is, is ruling your fifth house for you. So this is actually a really good transit. Mar, Mars in the fifth is going to make you more adventurous. It's going to be make you more curious on exploring um, with either a partner or the things that you love or executing hobbies or um, taking on a hobby, things like that. It, it can also trigger children. So it could be something correlated to children having children be more child childlike be more romantic this is a house of romance this is the house of courtship where you're being flirtatious and you're courting each other and taking each other out on dates and getting to know each other so it's a really good house a really good adventurous house it can bring children's here children here usually boys um because of the the yang energy that Mars has. So be very careful if that's not something that you <laughs> (laughs) um are trying to attain or achieve um you can focus on starting a business because this is the house of entrepreneur it's a hobby that you feel that can eventually turn into a bigger business because at first it starts like a hobby and like extra money so you can really execute it while mars is in gemini you can work out all the details so when it goes direct then you can launch it and it can be way more successful you'll be more driven and inspired to do so as well so this is actually a really good transit like plan have fun uh lots of leisure now just be extra careful with um again arguments or disagreements um when it comes to your romantic partners but i i what i see with mars retro is usually either the children having some issues even your adult children it all depends on what age your children are they might come to you with some things going on and you kind of have to assist them or hear them out so they can sort it out but again it's a trying, so it's more positive it's not going to be such a big deal unless they have other you know planets and other houses that are kind of compounding that then we have pisces and gemini for for pisces gemini rules the fourth house so this is also a very tough one because pisces ascendant especially since mars rules the fourth house we're going to have that mars energy in the fourth the house of the sacred space the house of the internal heart the feelings the nurturing the place we call home where we go and retreat and we feel safe and we feel love and we feel care where we have all our items of value where we display everything that we love where we relax where we put our guard down mars in the fourth house is going to be difficult because it's not gonna let it itself put a guard down you're going to see that you're more active and this can be that you decide to move <laughs> so it could actually push you to move or even contemplate the idea of moving or purchasing real estate or remodeling your home or um, addition to the home like another a baby or a person into the home it, it could be like you know a cousin moves in or you're helping them out things like that so there there's addition to homes whenever we see mars there but there can also be disagreement because there's a lot of movement the remedy for mars in the fourth honestly is either you're going to be cooking a lot and using knives right like cooking chopping things like that keeping that mars energy um very active and also you know using fire you're cooking with fire you're you're kind of using that mars energy to burn out burn out the excess energy that it brings to the fourth house or you're remodeling rearranging things like that or um you're working in your garden because this world the fourth house uh rules home garden so you can be out there and kind of you know plowing and planting new things or maybe you decide to build a pond so that you're or clean your pond or remodel your pond you know things like that build a porch whatever so like that you can get all that energy expressed in a more productive positive way um it's also good to work on matters that are connected to your ancestry to your ancestors to your lineage in general um childhood traumas the inner child working on the inner child so mars is going to kind of you know agitate those things they're going to come up and you're going to start working on them and um you're going to see that after mars leaves this house it really cuts some things out of your life that you no longer have to hold on to that you no longer need to identify with and Um, They might still be part of your identity, but you're not holding it as a injury or wound or a disadvantage of some sort. You're really seeing the gift for what it was and you're allowing a new opportunity, new abundance, new energy to come in and replace that. So you can really take advantage of what's coming next for you. So uh, really deep work. So that was Mars through all the houses. And uh, as you can see, there's just going to be a lot of deep things going on for everyone. This is going to last all the way through March of 2023. And Mars is going to be way more powerful when it conjuncts or aspects planets. So it's going to transit between 25 to 8 degrees. So the closer it gets to those degrees, you're going to see that Mars influence stronger and stronger and then i'll leave you alone for periods of time then i'll communicate with another planet and then you'll feel it again so um let's move on to what happens for the rest of the week we have venus conjunct the north the south node and oppose the north node so again something in regard to our destiny that's tied into our value love money and um how we feel about ourselves the general beauty the senses how we experience the material so you're gonna see some of this um really being the focus because we're gonna have a lot of planets conjunct the nodes and oppose the nodes this time around and since venus is the ruler of the north node currently because the north node is in taurus really venus is asking you to let go of things that are blocking that taurus house from actually experiencing true fulfillment true evolution a, a new experience so really dig into that south node scorpio house and find things that you need to evolve things that you you know you might not have to let go of them but modify them in some way so they can then incorporate polar energy which is that Taurus house and then we have um on saturday november 5th we have the sun opposing the north node and conjuncting the south node at 125 pm pst and that same day we have venus opposing uranus at 321 pst pm pst so saturday is going to be uh, another like it, it, it ends the week with a bam with a with a shock <laughs> with um enlightenment of some sort with progression with a new idea because we do have venus conjunct the south node but opposing uranus which brings that tad bit of impr- unpredictability it's going to affect your relationships um, your money, everything that Venus rules, you're going to see some type of shocking event. And there's times that this is very positive. It can be that you identify um, that you are truly attracted to this type of person or, or or things like that. Or you find or you meet a person that you're like, whoa, why do I have all these very strong feelings? Like I've known this person for a very long time because remember the nodes can bring that stuff and since Venus is also having you let go of things it could be that you've been in a very messy relationship and this is a turning point you let go of that messy relationship you really trust the universe that this new love that's being presented to you is you know the person or at least the person that's going to help you like the stepping stone so you can release your soul release yourself and then really find that person that you're meant to be with so um the sun also conjuncting the south node kind of again re-triggering all this week re-triggering the first solar eclipse we had and um you're still having to revisit what is it that i've purged what is it that i that i'm evolving what is it that i am grateful that i've mastered and learned but now i'm i i need to change things around i need to modify it i need to presented in a new way so i can utilize my current talent and evolve it and make it better and feel a different experience with the result so um then we end the week with that moon in aries so again you started something new and then for next week we have the lunar eclipse with which is going to be incorporating uranus so this is why i chose to talk about these important aspects there are other aspects that happen throughout the week but these are the most important we have mars in gemini we have venus communicating with the nodes we have the sun communicating with the nodes and then we have uranus also um, communicating with venus so thank you so much for being here If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe. Hit that notification bell if you're watching on YouTube. And thank you so much for being here. Have a beautiful eclipse season. Take care of yourself during Mars retro. And I will talk to you all next week. Love and light.